You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones here with your noon news for Wednesday, January 18th, 2023. One driver was killed this morning following a two-vehicle accident on Highway 141 between Coon Rapids and Dedham. At approximately 5.50 a.m., the Carroll County Sheriff's Office, Carroll County Emergency Medical Services, and local fire departments responded to the scene near the intersection with 330th Street. A report from the Iowa State Patrol shows 29-year-old James Stovall of Mobile, Alabama, was traveling westbound in a 2016 Chevy Tahoe and crossed the center line. The SUV collided with an eastbound 2023 International LT625 semi-tractor trailer operated by 34-year-old Derek Pittinger of Owens Crossroads, also in Alabama. Authorities say Stovall died as a result of injuries sustained in the crash. Pittinger was transported to St. Anthony Regional Hospital in Carroll for treatment of injuries. The Carroll Chamber of Commerce and Carroll County Growth Partnership are requesting over $100,000 in fiscal year 2024 funding from the City of Carroll. Representatives from the Economic Development Groups made their requests Monday during one of the City Council's scheduled budget work sessions. Program Director Ashley Schabel presented on behalf of the Chamber. The organization is seeking a $2,000 increase from its FY23 funding request to now total $30,000. Schabel says those funds are used to promote Carroll throughout Iowa and the Midwest. I'm heading into my fifth year here as program director at the chamber and with the support of an incredible staff we've been able to improve our efforts with consistent messaging designed to reach multiple audiences as we encourage them to choose Carol to shop local, dine local, play local, and live local. Our chamber team works hard to promote the community and drive traffic here through programs such as the Carol Band Day, our 5k color fun run at Swan Lake, our core classic youth basketball tournament which brings over 70 teams and the to Carroll every February. We also organized two golf tournaments with the Chamber Tournament, the Carroll Country Club, and our Ag Golf Tournament at the Muni every summer. These are all events that bring visitors to town and allow them to experience the many things Carroll has to offer. Supporting these efforts with increased marketing builds the quality of life image that we like to portray to our visitors, to potential employees, and many others that visit our community. She adds funding would also support other popular chamber programs, such as the live and local summer concerts, horse-drawn carriage rides on Small Business Saturday, and many others. CCGP Executive Director Kimberly Tiefenthaler suggested the coming year would be pivotal for local economic growth. CCGP rebranded from the Carroll Area Development Corporation last year, and she says that is a reflection of the evolving economic climate for rural communities. The times have changed. Rural economic development is very different than it was even just 10 years ago. While it is always nice to try for the large corporations to come to our community, it's not realistic with our unemployment rates and our housing issues. We spend time with brick and mortar businesses in our downtown, working on BRNE, which is business retention and expansion, helping small business startups, finding and creating grant opportunities, childcare, housing, workforce, and so much more. She says FY24 will be a focus shift for the CCGP as they plan to put additional resources into finalizing the organization's 501c3 classification, recruiting companies to fill the former J.C. Penney building, which has sat vacant since 2022, uh, 2020, and expanding local business resources. Tiefenthaler previewed a new program, Hub 712, that will assist in that effort. 
Hub 712 will help new businesses grow our existing businesses and put succession plans in place for anyone who may be looking at retirement. Hub 712 is a resource provided for everyone. It combines the experts of the SBDC and Advance Iowa from UNI to grow our business's potential in West Central Iowa. Hub 712 will have a co-working space, a business incubator, and a business accelerator. Our hope is that Hub 712 will employ an individual who can be that full-time resource for businesses whenever needed. CCGP is currently in the process of applying for a $200,000 state grant to kickstart Hub 712 alongside other funding resources. CCGP's FY24 funding request totaled $82,400, which Tiefenthaler says will make the coming year a year of action. The City Council did not take formal action on the funding request at Monday's meeting. Additional budget work sessions are scheduled for tonight, January 25th and January 30th, and more if needed. Finalized budgets are due to the Iowa Department of Management no later than March 31st. And Carroll City officials have announced that Aaron Corker has been chosen as the next Carroll City manager. On the City Council's agenda for tonight is a resolution to formally approve Coiker's hire. Coiker has a lengthy public administration and service resume, including five years as the Fairfield City Administrator, five years as the whole city administrator, and previous experience as an instructor with the Iowa Law Enforcement Academy and as a police officer in West Des Moines. Coiker was selected from a pool of highly qualified candidates, which included Glynn City Administrator Brooke Peterson and Lakeview City Administrator Scott Peterson as the finalists. Quaker will officially begin with the City of Carroll on March 20th. He's the successor to Mike Pogie Weaver, who resigned last fall for a position with the City of Johnston. Interim City Manager Jeff Kaler will continue to serve in the meantime to assist during the transition of leadership. Carroll Broadcasting will bring you more from Quaker in upcoming newscasts. And that is going to bring us now to our mid-news break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. More news is on the way after this on KCIM. How do you kick off the new year the right way? Well, $10,000 ought to be a good place to start. Wild Rose Casino and Hotel is giving one lucky winner $10,000 cash Friday, January 27th. It's the final Friday of the month, and we want to put $10,000 cash in your pocket. Now that's the start of a happy new year. See Club Wild for details and get in on the winning only at Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Jefferson. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. My ear hurts so bad. These allergies are driving me crazy and I can't hardly breathe. Visiting an ENT specialist at Manning Regional Healthcare Center can help solve and treat ear, nose, and throat issues such as ear or throat infections, earaches, persistent allergies, hearing problems, loss of smell, and more. Dr. Denman is in Manning on the first and third Wednesday of every month providing pediatric and adult ENT services. Call 712-655-8100 to schedule an appointment today. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cohens reporting. As Iowans prepare for a heavy snowfall event later today, local city officials are reminding residents that many communities will be under a snow emergency. Regulations vary from town to town, but they generally require motorists to remove vehicles from on-street parking to allow adequate space for snow plows to clear streets efficiently. Snow emergency ordinances typically activate hours before snowfall begins and remain in place until roads are sufficiently cleared. Fines for non-compliance are relatively low, but non-compliance does run the risk of having your vehicle towed. Check with local officials to determine if a snow ordinance is active in your community. 
Parents, educators, school board members, and a couple of students testified at last night's public hearing on the governor's plan to give parents state money to cover private school expenses. Bill Backer, Jennifer Solgrove, told lawmakers she objected to the curriculum at Pleasant Valley High School in Bettendorf and is now teaching her daughter at home. We would have loved to put her in a private school this year, but the cost is prohibitive. As a parent, I want my child to have an education that has an academic rigor and challenges her thinking without crushing her moral compass in the process. Bernie Scalero, a retired educator who's now a member of the Sioux City School Board, says the governor's bill will chip away at public schools. Taking more money away from schools who are already struggling financially will force them to eventually shut down. How is that providing more choice for your communities? Patty Alexander of Indianola is a retired school teacher, and she says public schools are now a monopoly that needs to be broken up. Public education has become socially destructive, ruled by selfish elitists that do not care about our family values or society in general. Several parents and teachers told lawmakers private schools won't accept all students as public schools are required to do. Carrie Lust, the mother of three children who attend Ankeny Public Schools, has a 15-year-old son who has been diagnosed with autism and other disabilities. The reality is, is that private schools will not accept my son because of his disabilities. When you hear the term school choice, remember that private schools have the choice who to accept. More than 50 people testified at Tuesday's hearing and large crowds gathered around video screens in the Capitol that were broadcasting the hearing. More than 1,200 people submitted written statements opposing the legislation, with about 430 writing that they supported it. And Iowa farmers have just over a week left to file for the 2023 Crop Insurance Discount Program for cover crops through the Iowa Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship. Earlier this month, the agency extended the deadline to Friday, January 27th for application submission. In order to qualify, eligible cover crop acres cannot be enrolled in other state or federal cost share programs, and participants must follow all existing farming practices required by their respective policies. The program is now entering its sixth year and has expanded cover crop use across the state to improve soil structure, permeability, and nutrient retention. Approved applicants will receive a $5 per acre discount on their 2023 crop insurance premiums. You can learn more about the program using the links included with this story on our website. And again, the deadline for applications is Friday, January 27th. And that will wrap up your KCIM Noon News for Wednesday, January 18th, 2023. For these stories and many more, be sure to check us out online by following us on Facebook and Twitter, on the web at 1380kcim.com, or through the Carol Broadcasting mobile app. I'm Nathan Cones reporting.